Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I am Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. How are you doing, Alan? I'm good. You know what's weird? I just was thinking I I'm not wearing my headphones. Right. And all of a sudden I like went to look for my <laughs> headphones and they're not on. I know. I didn't even bring mine and you have your pair, but we're not using them. So I think we're just gonna try to make it with Free Willy. I think I wanted to be just like you, and since you didn't bring yours. <laughs> there we go. Now I, we match. It's solidarity. There we go. So uh topic for today. Episode 165. Yeah. How to react when kids make mistakes. Okay. So we had, rec- I think it was in the 90s something. I was looking 96 episodes, something. Mm. We talked about mistakes and seven ways to sort of handle mistakes. Um, and just, you know, essentially being okay with children making mistakes and such. Right. So, but I wanted to reemphasize this topic because. And it's something that I've been witnessing lately. I've been dealing with it. Um, some people have asked for some advice on different situations, common situations, and how to handle them uh, as a parent. Yeah. And because there can be difficult situations. And I'm going to give some examples of what I'm talking about. But really what this comes down to is that our job as parents is to teach we think of ourselves often as disciplinarians and other things, but really our job is to be a coach right. in our child's life. And how we react and respond, it begins to shape their behavior. Yeah. And it shapes our relationship with them, too, mm-hmm. on how we choose to respond to certain things. So I wanted to kind of start with a little bit of or us discussing us discussing how we typically react to unpleasant things with adults. And I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. I don't know whether you share like a checking account or not, you know, but let's pretend you do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if your girlfriend or wife or whoever spent a bunch like a lot of money on an outfit. Yeah. And let's say you're pretty like money conscious. Frugal. Yeah, that's a good word. And she comes home and is like, honey, check out this dress I got. Or even in a different way says, hey, just want to let you know, I spent X amount, it could be whatever, on this dress. I just, I really wanted it, whatever. And this is assuming, obviously, you're sharing the account, sure. you know, sharing finances. Typical reaction, and I would even say <laughs> my reaction in the past. Freak out mode. <laughs> yeah. My reaction in the past might be something along the lines of you've got to be kidding. You're right. Like, how could you spend that much? Like, we can't afford that. <laughs> so here's what happens. Would you agree? Was that that kind of a, would you think that that would be, a, would that be a response that you would have? Or maybe you treat it differently? Uh, maybe a little more subdued version of that. But yes, if someone was to empty out my account or something else, or yeah, on a big purchase that was kind of superfluous and unnecessary is one thing. If you're like paying rent mm-hmm. or you had a car accident, and you need to do repairs. It's another thing to have like the same thing. If I were to do the same thing and buy a bunch of equipment, let's just say for right. video stuff that barely works or whatever, then, um, then that would probably be, I would have, 
have probably the same reaction if it was so and so here's what happens and here's another example it goes along the same lines of the reactions but then um just a totally different subject wife comes home girlfriend comes home and says hey you know hon i was at the store and this guy asked me out mm-hmm. like i had my wedding ring on or whatever but he asked me out so a common response from a guy is like, you told him you were married, right? You know, or what were you doing that he thought it was okay to ask you out, you know, or something like that. Sure. Like, and we, we, I do have a different reaction to that. Okay. Well, what yeah, is it? because I feel like I'm more of, um, yeah, he should. Oh, okay. Well, you're hot or whatever it is. And I, and I kind of like make a joke. But you out might of not it. be in the norm, but, but that's true. And, and I know, I know I have women friends that have a very similar situation happen to them or even I come around mm-hmm. and they get a little antsy or jealous or whatever it is because they might think that there's some attraction there. And it's like, right. well, even if there is, it's really up to you whether or not you do something about it. Right. So if someone comes up to you and asks you out, that's just normal. When, you know. Right. So here's, here's, here's what kind of happens though, is that, when you react and let's call it a negative reaction to somebody telling you something, right? They learn to not tell you anymore. Yes. Or they learn to lie. Yes. That's what happens over time. Right. So for a guy who let's say it happens to be the money issue. And then what happens is then over time, the wife says, well, you know what? I know that if I tell him that I spent this, yeah, He's not going to be happy. So I'm going to lie about it Um, and vice versa, you know, whatever your spouse, you know, your wife gets mad that you're doing this, this and this. Right. And so you lie about it. Yeah. And so what happens is, is that you, in a sense, force the person to lie, manipulate, go behind your back figure out more creative ways to get things done because they don't want you to know. Right. And we had this discussion when it came to lighting fires in your childhood. Correct. (laughs) And then, and the way, because your mom handled it a certain way, like, tell, I just wanted to know the truth. You're not going to get in trouble. We're going to talk about, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And so what happens is that your reaction becomes very, very important. Yeah. So this is the same thing for kids. Mm -hmm. Kids will tell you something some you know negative and our reaction determines and shapes how they're going to communicate with us in the future right you know doing this over and over where a child will tell you something you get mad that they told you know because they told you right they will learn not to tell you Mm -hmm. or they'll learn to lie or they'll learn to cheat or steal or whatever to get around that that behavior yeah so what do you do? <laughs> you know, that's sort of the question. Um, they, you know, they quickly figure out that telling the truth is going to get them in trouble or, you know, they have to avoid something and that's how, why they lie, you know, whatever that might be. So I wanted to go over a couple situations that would happen with kids and go over how I'm going to suggest we handle it versus the typical reaction in that in that scenario okay so the first one would be lying (laughs) so you're trying and and we're we're dealing with primarily i would say younger children elementary school and younger you know children yeah um certainly these tactics can work for older children and like teenagers and stuff Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of foundation before that 
In other words, like all of a sudden it's not going to just be fixed because you're using this on a teenager sure. who for 10 years you've been doing it differently. Right, right. But it's certainly you can you can begin to establish that trust and establish that. And that's a good way that if some of the bond has been broken and you find your child is manipulating, lying, whatever. Yeah. It's probably because of your past reactions mm-hmm. has something to do with it. I'm not saying it's the only thing, mm. you know, we have to look at a couple things, but that's a major, that's a major thing that could, could be causing that. Sure. So whether you catch your child in the lie <laughs> or they come clean either way, both of those are opportunities for teaching for sure. coaching. Sure. Okay. And, and as an example, in, in our house, we've always had the, the thing, like you said, which my parents did with me, is like, if you tell the truth, you won't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, my children quickly learned is like, we don't really have in trouble. <laughs> there is really no, because we don't really do reward either. Right. So we don't do punishment. We don't do reward sure. in that sense. So, I mean, my children have learned that. But if your child comes clean with a lie... In other words, they come and say, hey, mom or dad, I, I, I just screwed up. Or, yeah, I did this. I did this. I broke the lamp. It's thank you for telling me. I really appreciate your honesty. And then going into, so how do you think you could have handled that differently next time? Mm-hmm. You know, or, or that, how could you have handled that better or something to that effect? If there's natural consequences from the lie, and that could mean, you know, I don't know. Somebody was hurt. Something was, I mean, you kind of have to fix those things. Sure. But there really isn't a good reason to punish them. Right. Or getting mad. Right. That's where they will then begin to be, become better liars. Sure. (laughs) Right. Because they're going to avoid that negative, that negativity or getting in trouble. Yeah. It's not going to keep them from lying next time. So what will happen commonly is that a child comes and says, hey, this, blah, 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 I did this. You go to your room, you're grounded for a week, blah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah. The child is not going to learn that way. It's just not. Mm. You know, the percentages of children who are actually going to deter their behavior mm-hmm. as a result of that is, I, I, based on everything I've looked at, is very, very small. You know? <laughs> sure. They still will do it. They will become better at lying. They'll become better at manipulation. So in those situations, when they're faced with the lie, and even if you happen to be the one catching them, it's, hey, listen, I realize, you know, you didn't tell the truth. Do you want to, do you want to tell me, Mm -hmm. you know, of the situation, what happened? And, and they're really scared to tell you Mm -hmm. and you do the same thing. Hey, thank you so much for telling me. Mm -hmm. And you don't punish them. They told you. You want to keep that line of communication open and mm-hmm. they know that they can trust you. Yeah. Because if you don't, just you're going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah, screw it up. Again. For sure. So that's one situation is a lying. So here's another one. Bad grades. Mm-hmm. So another scenario, child comes home with grades that you don't think are good. Mm-hmm. You're not happy with it. A normal response might be, Hey, you're grounded. We told you you had to get good grades 
Or the parents might even try to reward the kid for good grades. Right. I disagree with both of them. Sure. You know, yeah. oh, if you get an A on your in this class, you're going to get an iPad or mm. we're going to get you $20 for each A or right. whatever. Right. Bad idea. So the grades are for them, not yeah. for you. Yeah. There's an intrinsic value that should come with that. that The kid should feel A, good about or B, want to ex- succeed in certain things. Absolutely. Right. So especially when they are young, Mm -hmm. if your child is not doing well in school, and that's why I said we're talking about, let's call it elementary school or so, Mm -hmm. you know, they're either going to have learning challenges, meaning something's wrong, they could have a disability, or they just, they're challenged with their learning, Mm -hmm. or they need to be parented differently. Right. Because it's not going right. It's not going correctly. Mm -hmm. And so you might need to spend more time with them. That's one thing, you know, talk to the teacher, get more involved and figure out what is going on, Mm -hmm. you know, because for the most part, you know, children, when they're younger, if they're having difficulties in class, there's usually a pretty good reason. Yeah. It's not just, well, the kid's just not applying himself or herself. Sure. Sure. It's usually, well, there's a huge distraction at home Mm -hmm. or you know, maybe the child does have a, dif- a specific difficulty and, you know, could have some reading dis- difficulty. So the answer is not to punish the child. The mm. answer is to figure out what's going on and help them. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of parents don't do that. Right. So yeah. that's what we need to do. Sure. Um, I think, I think as they get older, that whole theme about this being for them needs to be reinforced. Mm. Okay. Because when you start giving reward and you start giving, that means it's for you. That's you giving the reward, you providing incentive for mm. them. It, it has nothing to do. The grade is for them. Right. You know, and that's where you have to really do that. Um, and so instead of punishment, you're offering help and yeah. you offer the help to do. No, that. it totally makes sense. So that's another one. Um, next getting in trouble at school. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, child could be talking, could be fighting, could whatever. Sometimes you have to let the natural consequences happen. Mm-hmm. So as the parent, you don't have to step in and try to give an excuse for them to so that they don't get detention or whatever, unless there is a really good excuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, and then you take the blame, say, hey, there's some stuff going on at home, and I know that that's why it acted out. Okay, well, then you fix it. You spend <laughs> right. time with the child, and you go through the school to try to help help with that. Right. But, you know, if they get detention, suspended from school, whatever, you kind of have to let that happen. Mm. And punishing them at home is not going to help. Right. They need to know that you love them. And we're going to have that on another episode talking about unconditional love. Okay. Um, I already have some things planned for that. Um, They need to know that, you know, home is safe. You are supportive of them. You may not agree with what they've done. Right. And that's the one. I mean, you have to be clear. You don't agree with the fighting. You don't agree with, you know, causing trouble. That's not okay. But you still love them and you're going to try to help them get through whatever is going on. Right. And that's where you begin to create that bond with them, that they trust you, Mm -hmm. that they know that you're on their side. 
and they'll begin to listen to you. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise, oh, you're fighting at school. You're grounded until next week. Mm-hmm. They're already getting in trouble at school. Right, right. Like that's already a problem. It's already established. That's already established. How do we make this not happen again? Right. And how do we make this not happen again is by teaching them that that's not appropriate behavior. Right. Not locking them in their room for a, a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah, rehabilitation works better than just throwing them Correct. in prison. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, so that's yeah. the truth. I mean, they, yeah. they've a lot of proof in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to want to understand why it happened and then provide support on how it can be fixed or avoided the next time. Right. That's the crucial part. Right. And that's where you come in as the coach to help with that yeah. and get involved. Um, and then the last example, and this is a serious one, is drinking or smoking or such. Yeah. So let's throw out a scenario. You have a 16, 17-year-old, you know, sophomore in high school, something like that, comes home to you and says, you know, hey, dad, or in the morning, whatever, says, hey, I was at a party last night and I, I tried alcohol. Now, or you even smell it or something. (laughs) Right. Most dads, I think, would fly off the handle. Yeah. Especially the first, like, what? Yeah. Like, what did you just do? That does not happen in my house. Well, I didn't do it in the house. Technically, dad, actually. (laughs) did it at the party. It feels like you've said this. Logical. Yeah. I mean, you explain how they're underage and this is not appropriate. But I mean, you go, you know, and you do all that stuff, you know, and you usually followed by some yelling and and getting upset about it. So here's what happens. You begin to break that bond with a child if you don't already have a bond bond broken. Yeah. So now in the scenario that I just explained, that child actually came to confide in you. Mm -hmm. That is huge. Sure. That is a huge thing displaying that the child trusts you. Yeah. And, you know, to do it now, it's maybe another scenario when you catch them and then there's an adult conversation about natural consequences, safety, inappropriateness, how you don't agree with it. It's illegal. You know, all of those things. Right. But we're talking about about maybe a scenario where the child does come to you or is open about it. You cannot break that trust. Mm-hmm. You cannot break that relationship. So a better way to handle it in that scenario is maybe, Hey, I really appreciate you coming to me and trusting me with that information. Mm. Um, and then you have to have an honest discussion about what happened mm-hmm. and being mild or being, you know, uh, you can be firm, but calm about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, and then talking about it, it's like, you're not approving it. You do, you do not agree with it. But you have to then explain to them about them making their own decisions. Right. And that becomes a mature conversation if you haven't had that conversation. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, it's. And that's generally with older kids. I mean, I'm sure it happens with younger kids, too. But yeah, uh, I mean, I've, I've already started those conversations with my children about, yeah. listen, I mean, you know, it could be for candy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. it is. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm not going to be there and I don't want to be to police you about everything. Right. Yeah. I can't. Right. You know, mom's not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. So you have to begin to make these kinds of decisions for yourself 
And yeah, you're, if you're able to live with those consequences, like, you know, you're willing to eat a bunch of candy and throw up and get sick. Well, mm. that's, I, yeah, that really is up to you. Like, <laughs> right. You know, you make that choice. And as you begin to shape that and begin to allow them to make those decisions, your hope is that they go down the right path. Right. Because punishment, um, uh, sort of displaying negativity, um, complaining in that mm. sense, like sort of all that negative stuff is not going to stop them from what they are going to do. Right. What's going to stop them is them thinking about it and saying, you know what? That's not a good decision for me. Right, right. Because that's going, you know, whether it is the candy then leads to other things, you know, and then it gets more serious when it talks about drinking and smoking and drugs and those kinds of things where mm. they can then make that decision and say, you know what? That's a bad decision. Right. That's what we're trying to teach them as as the parent is can can they make the, the good decisions for themselves? Right. You know, that's what we want. Yeah. So I've had these kinds of talks where I, you know, I've said to them and my kids is like my job as a parent is to help you learn to make decisions for yourself. And you're going to be faced with some really difficult challenges. And mm -hmm. their face kind of lights up, you know, especially when they're young. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? <laughs> you know, people are going to offer you drugs, alcohol, other things. And you have to make the decision for yourself and your health mm. and what's the best thing for you. Now, if you're ever in a scenario where you feel unsafe, you feel like you need help, you're not sure of what to do. You can call me, no questions asked. Right. You know, and I will get, I will help you. Mm. And that kind of bond and really, because think, here's the thing we all know that kids are faced with a lot of those kinds of decisions sure. as they mature and they're in high school and such, and even some before that. So, how do you, you can't keep them from doing things when you're not around? Right. You can only empower them to make those decisions themselves and those right. positive decisions. Yeah. So, that's where, I think my sense is because I see it is that a lot of parents, I think, make that mistake. They get upset. They punish. They don't think because like, what, you're just going to let them do it? No, you're not letting them do anything. And they're certainly not, they're certainly aware that you do not approve of it. Sure. It is. This is not something that's OK. Yeah. And, the, and then the other argument is, well, why is there no consequence? Well, the consequence is if you drink and you like, as an example, you drink and drive, you're going to die. <laughs> right. Like that's the consequence. Right. And I can't see you do, I don't want to see you do that. Or you drink or you smoke, you're going to hurt some parts of your health or you're too young to, you know, it, this in the brain, you can show what it does to the brain or yeah. whatever it might be. Of course, it's really difficult if you're sitting there drinking and partying and you're saying, don't <laughs> yeah. do it. Don't do the lines You can't of do it until you're 21 do, right? or yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. you know, you're not allowed to have the fun that I'm having until you're older. Yeah. You know, that's a hard one, too. So you have to be careful of that and yeah. you have to be mindful of that. Well, on the level of pressure and things that kids are exposed to nowadays with the Internet being what it is, with new drugs that have evolved over time since we were kids and the amount of information that their peers probably already have that they're bringing to the table. Hey, try this. Do this. Here's this thing I learned from so and so. And um, it, it, it's got to be a huge challenge. That's why all the more reason to have, teach your kids how to be right in the fact that if there's something going down that you're not comfortable with, 
you could bring it to me. Let's let's deal yeah. with it together. I don't want you to be alone dealing right. with this thing and be afraid to come to dad with it. Right. So yeah, I totally. Or get if it. you're not sure, say no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other one. Yeah. I'm not really sure if this is yeah. good or bad. Say no. Yeah. Even if it's an apple, if you don't like that apple, say right. no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think we get, as parents, we get upset at news or information that people tell us, you know, for our kids. And um, it just, it really makes them not want to tell us next time, you know, and even dealing with spouses, dealing with family members, dealing with whoever, you don't have to agree or endorse it, but you do want to try to understand, you know, the situation, what happened, this is for your children, you know, where they're coming from. And the most important thing of all is so you can avoid it the next time. Right. You know, we are all going to make mistakes. We've all made mistakes, many of them. And we've all been faced with those types of scenarios before, you know, where you were in high school, you're a sophomore, there's people passing stuff around and you're like, you know what? That's not for me. Right. Right now. Or you said, Hey, I'll try it. What the heck? Yeah. You know? And that's the thing too, is that, you know, do you give the permission to say, Hey, I know you're going to be curious, but if you are curious, I want you to let me know. Yeah. And here's how we'll handle it. When I was yeah. in college age, my father's like, oh, let me know what other drug you want to try. I'll do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know, I'd be curious on the argument for that. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, I didn't funny enough. I didn't want to ever try any kind of real major drugs. Right. And, um, honestly, I, I, it, it, to be, yeah, to be completely honest, it's only been alcohol and one other thing. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and I've never done anything else since then. And, um, but I just never had that desire. That being said, it's kind of cool for him to say that, Hey, if you want to try something, I'll do it. With yeah. You. I mean, I guess, you know, that, that there's all different philosophies in that of whether that is and essentially endorses it. Right. And I was an adult at that time. Yeah. So it was technically, it wasn't like I was a kid and he right. stunt my growth or whatever. It was like probably my twenties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's different. And obviously the attitudes of are changing. I yeah. mean, there's different things now, but mm-hmm. you know, when it then comes into driving, I mean, granted it's so great that there are services now that, you know, it makes it so easy yeah. to not drive and to ride not it's a miracle man it's such yeah. a cool thing it, it, you press a button and you get it right there right. and it's and people and pe- your peers basically come and pick you up yeah. it's like having a friend that yeah no it, it's just great I, I would love to see the statistics on that to yeah. you know that yeah. saved people and right. help that yeah um you just don't want to be in scenarios where you know it's affecting the people around you and so right. yeah i mean these are big things so think about it for you know people listening it's like Think about how you handle these situations with your children and how you react. You actually have to think about that. Mm. You think about how your reactions shape their behavior. Yeah. And it wasn't something that I think I consciously realized. It was really my wife a couple of years ago that brought it to my attention. Mm. And she just flat out called me out on it and mm. said, do you realize if you're going to be responding responding this way to when I share this kind of information for with you, I'm not going to want to share that information. Yep. I was like, oh wow, because I want her to share that information with me. Right. Like if you, if you don't want to know something, fine. Right. But I was like, no, I do want to know that. Mm-hmm. So I got to check that because she mm-hmm. just gave me some really good insight. Yeah. Like I was very happy that she did that rather than just hey, I'm not going to tell him anymore. Right. 
you know? Yeah. Cause she was being honest and upfront. Yeah. And it just, it really helped and sort of opened my eyes. Cause I don't think people actually verbalize that. Mm-hmm. They just do it. Right. You know? Yeah. And say, Hey, listen. And, and then I realized that's the same thing with our kids as where I'm telling them, you can't do this. You're going to get in trouble. For you know, it's the same thing, mm. you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting thing. So that maturity, I know if anybody has any feedback, comments, questions, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at deuce dads.com or hit us up on various social media channels, Twitter at deuce dads, Facebook, deuce dads.com, YouTube, dad university and deuce dads is on there. Some great insight from Jason, uh, related to the dad university experience. Wow. And then, um, <laughs> I don't know why I got dramatic. Uh, please go to stitcher and iTunes and Google play and wherever else you see the dudes dad podcast leave a review preferably a good one and uh subscribe to the show it has actually perpetuates the episodes and keeps us doing what we're doing wow that was good good all right well alan thank you as always thank you and we'll be sure to react properly when kids make mistakes (laughs) right (laughs) and we'll see you next time see you next time